The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. In the days now long gone when the Isle of Man would welcome over half a million holidaymakers every summer, there was a year which showed a sudden huge drop. In 1926, there were only 348,000 arrivals, nearly 160,000 down on the previous year. It was a disastrous blow to the Manx economy, which relied more than anything else on the visiting industry. The reason was Britain's first general strike. Not that workers in the Isle of Man were involved. It was strictly between the British government and the country's workers. But it had a severe backlash on the Isle of Man. It started May 1, 1926, with a nationwide stoppage by coal miners protesting against wage cuts and worsening working conditions. On May the 3rd, the Trades Union Congress made it general by calling out all unionised labour in support of the miners. This had an immediate effect on industry, and, as far as the Isle of Man was concerned, the worst consequences were to come. A shortage of coal for homes, as well as for the steam packet company fleet. Stoppage of all road and rail transport, and the docks closed down. The island was working all right, but its support services across the water were not, just when the visiting season was starting. To meet the situation, the Manx government set up a strike emergency committee, and the public was warned about what was to come. People were told they had to economise. The Isle of Man examiner declared, It was very necessary that all inhabitants should behave like decent citizens, and should not grab more than their fair share of common supplies. There was also a warning that if there was no restraint, the government might have to take action, in other words, rationing. At this time, the threat was seen as one hanging over the Manx people only. It was not realised that there was going to be a serious effect on the forthcoming holiday season. Meanwhile, a radio, the wireless it was called back then, was installed at Government Office in Douglas in order to keep abreast of the latest developments in Britain by way of the news reports broadcast by the BBC. But there the strike was flagging. It had been threatened for some time, and the government was ready to fight it with plans to take over essential services and prevent what was being portrayed as a threat of total anarchy. And the TUC called off the strike pretty much in defeat, after only nine days. But the return to work was slow, and worse, the miners decided to carry on with their stoppage, and they held out for most of the summer. Now Manx steamship services were threatened, and the Whitson arrivals on the island, usually seen as heralding the start of the season, were heavily down because of restricted sailings. The examiner reported, the true state of affairs was revealed for the town of Douglas was as quiet as any day in dreary December. Arrivals continued to be down throughout the peak summer months, June, July and August. Businesses which relied on the visiting industry were hit, and as a result the spectre of winter unemployment arrived in the island earlier than usual with a long time to go before winter work schemes by the government would be able to get going on November the 1st. But the storm was weathered, and things returned to normal in the 1927 season and beyond. Hmm. 
Finally, I should add that the Isle of Man had two general strikes of its own in 1918 and 1935, and in both cases the island's workers emerged victorious. We could have shown the workers of Great Britain how these things should have been done. 